Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar, joined by my co-host, John. Hello, Logar. Hello. Hey, John, I had an idea. In fact, you know what the idea is because we're sitting here attempting it. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to say, maybe see if we could look at some blogs online because there's some great stuff for game that people are posting on the internet. There are some fantastic role-playing blogs out there. It'd be great to bring some attention to them. Yeah, and like I had said when we were talking, I was like, I'd like to maybe if this works out well, see if we can make this a regular thing on the podcast. I'd love to see it. Like we have now we're trying to do a zine Thursday every Thursday. Maybe we can make a blog day, like blog Mondays or something, but we'll see how this one works out. My big fear is that while we're talking about these blogs, we're going to be clicking and it's going to get picked up all over the audio and everybody's going to hear all of our clicking and clattering because that happens. <laughs> so audience, I'm sorry if there's a bunch of mouse clicking and noises with this. It, it might be uh, more than I want, but let's let's talk about a few of them. So we both ha- came up with a couple that we saw over this last week at, from various places online and the first one i think both of us kind of appreciated is a blog called ash zealot and there's a post on there that was recently post it's uh for ose or bx and it is a monster it was posted december 5th and what this monster is called is the horn folk i i I have i have read this and if this i haven't looked at much more on the blog but if this is indicative of everything else it's really really fantastic it's definitely got the dolman wood fairy wood um kind of vibe to it it's very imaginative i like it a lot yeah it is uh so the horn folk let's go over it a little bit let's see what we've done here now again this is at ashzealot.wordpress.com and i will be putting links to each of the blogs we discuss in the show notes when this goes up so if you're wanting to find this uh check out our site on anchor fm or i may even try to put it on the the, our blog itself wobbliesandwizards.com so the creature is called a horn the horn folk and they're an interesting an interesting monster um how do i describe this um some sort of fae-ish type horned beastmen type characters but they have a lot of good little rumor tables that goes with it so you can kind of kind of structure some games after it uh when why they grew their horns who they worship and for what reason so you can kind of create a whole adventure or a whole culture of horned folk around this and then of course it gives you the stats they got an armor class of seven they only they're only a one plus one hit die creature so five hit points it says here so they're not the most powerful but you can have a whole little community of them and uh and that that should work there's also a table of seeing who they are uh who their allies are as well so if they're working with the trolls the gnolls the orcs or the goblins etc etc so it's it's a pretty good a pretty good monster i could definitely see using it in game it's worth checking out and adding to your monster manuals this blog seems to have a lot of interesting posts i was checking out there are some little classes and like magic things and magic 
and stuff like that that they've posted that's original. I haven't gotten too far in depth to the other post. I was kind of focused on the uh, the horn folk there initially. But there's all kinds of good stuff you can use for game at ashzealot.wordpress.com. Yeah, I'm a, I, I'm a fan of this uh, as an old school essentials fan. Um, so I'll definitely be bookmarking this and using it in the future. So what's the next one we have on our list? Uh, I believe we're talking, uh, is it D4 Caltrips next? Blog.D4, that's D number four, caltrops.com. So you didn't make it out of the dungeon. Yes. So this this website's great. And, and any probably a lot of people have heard of this because it's a, a great resource for random tables. Um, but the one, the most recent one is so you didn't make it out of the dungeon. And it's uh, the, the kind of worlds i like to run kind of kind of campaigns the the underground portion the mythic underworld i believe a lot of people call it is just like a very mysterious almost liminal space and he came up with this idea that if you get stuck there and can't get out before and you have to sleep there for whatever reason when you leave there's going to be some changes so he came up with a hundred really neat ideas for what those changes could be uh, some of them are kind of very specific and may not necessarily work for every dungeon, but uh, it's just a great way to get your imagination going and, and add an element of danger to going underground and also a need if you run the kind of campaign where you want the players to get out every night, give them a little extra incentive because there could be some bad repercussions. You also pointed out, is it OS? So if you scroll to the bottom of the, the D4 Caltrops blog, there was a, a, a label there or a tag, the posts with the label OSE encounters you had pointed out. Yeah, so this is my favorite part of this blog. They, uh, he went through or they went through and the OSE monster section and came up with D100 things that each creature is doing when you happen upon them uh for example an orc um if you, i'm just gonna go ahead and roll on the table if that's all right yeah let's um, do it let's let's use it let's let's experiment with this some fun stuff here all right so i rolled a 79 and the orcs you came upon are one is stabilizing an injured comrade and it's bleeding from a ghoul claw. Oh, no, we have ghouls and orcs okay. simultaneously. Now, this adds all <laughs> kinds of wonderful things because, you know, what affects is the, uh, the injured one going to have from being how are orcs affected by ghoul claws, you know? So, and, and like I said, there's a hundred. So for each creature, it's a fantastic resource especially if you're rolling up a random encounter and you want to add some little color to it more than just they're kind of waiting there for you to arrive. <laughs> yeah. And after you've ran into a few goblins and a few orcs here and there in game after a while, it's nice to spice it up and have something more interesting than just the fact that, and you randomly run into goblins fight. Like, no, let's yeah. make it more interesting. Let's make the, and this is a good, a good resource for that to keep, to keep the adventure fresh and make the world feel real. I, you're right. That is a pretty cool uh, find you had here. I, I was not aware of this until uh, 
until you had pointed this one out to me, but I do appreciate it. That's pretty nice. Yeah, it's great. So I will put the show notes. Uh, you will be able to link to that blog, D4 Caltrops. I'm going to move forward. And this is something a little bit different. Everybody's one of the big games these days is trachea. And this blog here has given us four, or I'm sorry, four, 12 new backgrounds for trachea. And the blog is called worldsawait.com character backgrounds for trachea is the post. Now we did this the other day and we're just going to, we're just going to do the word mushrooms instead of mycologist. <laughs> I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but we just had this discussion. I think that, uh, I think that, uh, we decided we don't know how to pronounce that. <laughs> well, well, mycologist is fine, but is it mycologist? It, My con that this My is Connelly? a specific, very specific. Uh, it's a it's a the player of a trumpet mushroom, and I don't know if you are a mushroom or you just play one and it's an instrument. I'm not sure. <laughs> I think that you play a mushroom. I think that I think that it is you're playing it. Some of these, some of these careers or whatever are not. I don't think they call it. I'm sorry, they're not careers. They're backgrounds for trachea. Get kind of out there and crazy. A sentimental gastro a gastronomist. I've always wanted to play one of those. The finest restaurants of the multiverse mean nothing to the sentimental gastronomists. They tour spheres searching for sweeter treats. The tears of cyber, the laughter of. I don't know that word. Fazalki warlord, the love of Rusk for its queen. These are all meals of a cultured connoisseur, refusing what most would consider normal sustenance. The sentimental gastronomist casts a thin silhouette. Their knowledge of emotions should make them empathic negotiators. So you're just kind of making this character to go around tasting things, I guess, and eating whatever's out there. Um, I know some people that would have fun with this character in, in, in game. I, <laughs> yes. see, I know a few people that would have a lot of fun playing this, this class right here, or this, this, uh, this career or whatever. Yeah. These are fantastic. The third one is disciple of the unchurch, um, which <laughs> just has a very scientific MS atheist bend to it. Um, your skills are three theology uh to math mology <laughs> and uh fighting with the chosen weapon so the the fourth one's great professional rabble rouser um, well i want to point out too the uh, the unbelief you do, do have a d6 chart of unbeliefs you refuse to acknowledge the force of gravity when you don't think about it hard enough it actually stops working <laughs> I like this. This is this is fun. I'm sorry. I go out with the, the professional rabble rouser. That's no, no, what no, I want to play. That, that is that is such a great concept for for a background. I don't know a lot about trochia, but this has me even more interested. I've kind of avoided it up until now because it's a neat little game. There's so much for it, like Mork Borg. I have yeah. to if I get into it, it's just gonna <laughs> cost me it's a lot of money. Be, we're gonna be playing it. It's coming. And it's going to be fun. It's a pretty neat game. Haven't had a chance to get it on the schedule. I was planning on trying to play it this year. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah, I want to. I definitely want to check it out after seeing this. It looks looks fantastic. Now you were pointing out that professional rabble rouser, and I want to point out since we are wobblies and wizards, this is I consider the wobbly 
uh, class, the IWW, what's your professional rabble rouser here? A wide variety of political tensions weave like fault lines through the societies of the starlit expanse. The non-committed drift on waves of chaos and order produced by their rumblings. Others commit wholly to the energy produced by such tensions, feeding metaphorically and literally on energies produced. The only fixed belief is, belief you have is to change. Change society, small pocket book of vague. What's that word? A form, a form is a force. I don't know. Aphorism. I, aphorisms. What's an aphorism? I'm not familiar with that word. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Do you know it? No. Uh, I would say that that's your, uh, your little beliefs. Your, oh, <laughs> there we go. I would say that that should be your little pocketbook that you, you take to work to write down uh, and take notes and make sure you, you, you got everything logged. <laughs> okay. Here, here's a good example of an aphorism. This is a little sidetrack. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Oh, uh, yes. An <laughs> aphorism. So it's like little sayings. And stuff. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that would be really fun. To affirmations. Play. There you go. Affirmations. I see. I see. There's a dozen of these, and each one seems to be each one seems to be just as creative as the last and fun and whimsical. And I like it. I appreciate it. They're cool classes this, you can have a lot of fun with. Yeah, and I don't know if you mentioned the web the page for this is worldsweight.com. Yes. And we will have that. Now, I didn't look at anything outside, honestly, outside of this one post. So I can't talk about the overall blog, but I think it's been shoved into my feed reader. So we'll be hopefully as they, they put up more, we'll be looking at more from worldsaway.com. All right. I'm going to have to move over to our little document where we had our list of blogs we wanted to look at to see what's next on the list. What's next on the list here, John? Blogs. Uh, blogspot.com i believe you interviewed this gentleman uh, yes sometime back he had a great a great kickstarter i'm i'm excited to see how that turns out really good i'm excited for this i'm a fan of pcrel let's see what we have on the pcrel blogspot and it's p-e-a-k-r-i-l-l -L. if you were let's see control click all right would you like to to start the discussion about the Pcrol blog? Well, the the most recent blog post is just talking about I think breaking down his uh, Kickstarter that he recently ran for well, that's the, the that's the I think they're talking a little bit too about what's going on with the blockchain thing as well. People are oh, I see about. what you're saying. Yeah. So there's there's kind of a kind of a little thing going on Twitter and other places. There was an announcement for Kickstarter um i guess they're going to be moving to blockchain technologies i think they're starting a new blockchain platform if i read it correctly and then they're saying that one day there will be a migration to the blockchain and that's been kind of a controversy going on so uh yeah it it addresses that there's a there's a, a few there was a really good one here that i was reading on infinite worlds uh and it was a response to another blog and he was saying that um, essentially talking about making the world seem large and infinite and, and vast and how you approach that as starting with a small area with lots of options and opportunities outside of it. It's a good little read. Uh, and the, blo the blog, you can find it at pcrill, P-E-A-K-R-I-L-L.blogspot.com. And that was in response to another blog, which I haven't thrown on my blog feed yet, my RSS feed, which I'm going to have to, called 
false machine where they said where they did a blog post in November that said, make it feel big. And it was a response to another post. And they're talking about making the world how to ways to make the world feel big and vast. Yeah, one one blog, uh, one post he uh, on the uh, peak roll blog spot that I'll draw attention to is the September 22nd. It's discussing coinage and um, currency in games, specifically kind of special type of currencies. And at the end of it, he has a really cool list of ideas for different coinages uh, using monster parts like uh, dragon scale, coins that are tainted but with magic, uh, rubber coins that squeak when you're hit in combat, <laughs> just a lot of different propaganda coins. Uh, yeah, lots of different um, ideas to change up just your standard uh, gold piece, silver piece, etc. So. What do we have next on the on the list here? Okay, so the website is mysticbull.com. Oh, yes. I can't pull this site up from home <laughs> for some reason, so you're going to have to take it away. Well, I do have a warning on mine that says not secure, but I guess I don't, maybe I don't have uh, the amount of protections you do. I don't know. But anyway, uh, someone posted this on a Facebook group, and what it is, it's going to be a series of five or six blog post about running a fantasy sandbox it's called a fantasy sandbox and five easy steps and it does have a i guess a number zero which is basically an outline of what he's hoping to accomplish with this and it's really great what i've read so far there's only zero and number one are out so far but i just love getting people's uh takes on running sandboxes because they're really difficult to do right but they're, for me, the, my favorite way to play. But he talks about, in, in this number zero, he talks about don't overthink it, five easy, easy steps, uh, make a map, build some tables, build some sites, set a home base, play the game. And then he talks about not overthinking it, uh, where to start, you know, setting up your genre, the system you want to use, um, and don't overdevelop it. Come up with a good starting area and then kind of let the players take it from there. Ha have some options for them, but don't overdo it. Because we all know that the more time we put into something specific, the more likely the players are to completely annoy it. Uh, yeah. ignore it. <laughs> so I've learned, I've learned one thing is that if you're going to plan a lot for something specific, there's a lot of it you're never going to get to in game. And players will often take you places you didn't expect. So there's a balance between how much you plan and how much time you should put in that you got to kind of figure out when you're getting ready for game. Like, okay, how much do I need to go with this? And how much do I really need to flesh out? Like, I, I need some stats for something sometimes. I need the few ideas, names, you know. There's a, there's a balance that has to happen there when you're running a game. Yeah. And with the sandbox, you just want to keep it real open. I know some of the best sessions I've refereed or played in, well, for, especially refereed, really took on a life of their own when a player would either misinterpret something that said, and when they bounced it back at me, I was just like, wow, that's a great idea. And okay, let's go with it. Completely changed. Or, you know, if they 
if they ask a question that um, that uh, really my imagination just cl clicked onto and I could come up with something great. Uh, some of the other things he talks about is um, copy from your neighbor, i.e. still everything. And he's very, very quick to point out, he doesn't mean stealing, literally stealing people's work, but use other, you know, published material in your sandbox. You know, they've done the work and that, I do this. This is mostly how I run my sandboxes is I'll, I'll pick up a module and kind of figure out how I can, you know, fit it in there. That way I have something to go to quick. If, if you guys zig when I thinking you're going to zag. So, and what's the, the URL for this blog again, please. For, so that our listeners know. It's Mystic Bull, M-Y-S-T-I-C-B-U-L-L.com. Mysticbull.com. Maybe I'll be able to pull it up one day, but today it's still not loading on my, on my computer here in Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited about this next one that I have on the list here. One of my all-time favorites. Now... I'm going to, so the site that I'm looking at is the other side.timsbrannon.com. I'm assuming this is Tim's Brannon's blog. And what, what has been done here, this came out December 6th, is uh, we've been given a second edition Orcus. Now, if you, the, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? The pertinence of this or the, the historical relevancy of this is when second edition came out and there was satanic panic going on they cut the demons out and orcus never made it from first to second edition he didn't show up again until third so he wasn't in the monster manual there this evil demon prince of the undead i'm an orcus fan i ran some Raponathook and other things i've had i've had orcus as a main baddie for quite a while yeah yeah, this is great. That yeah. So I've seen the no, no other attempts at, at you know bringing demons back into um, D and D, but this is a really good one. Tim is a uh, a good resource. He has a lot of great stuff on his on his blog here. Yeah. So I suggest it. It's this is the monstrous Monday Demon Prince Orcus for AD and D to second edition. And what it seems that has been done is they've taken uh, Pathfinder and the Swords and Wizardry and some other sources for Orcus and kind of tried to create something that works for second edition. So maybe not as streamlined as the original AD and D version of Orcus from the original Monster Manual, and maybe not as streamlined as some you've seen from like Swords and Wizardry. So it's got a little more meat to that Orcus stat block and everything out and all the appearance, all the, the other elements to it. But yeah, it works well. I'm a fan of this. I'm glad that there is a second edition Orcus and uh, I'm probably going to use this at some point in time in the future. I, I still plan on roll, running some second edition in my future and Orcus will probably be a part of it. All oh. right. Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I've never used Orcus's stat blocks that I'm thinking about. I say I'll probably use this. But Orcus stat blocks, I haven't actually used because we haven't actually run into Orcus. It's just mm -mm. Orcus is in the background kind of running things or being the thing that's worshipped. So Orcus Well, is... he, he does have 25 hit dice with 130 hit points. So 
uh yeah, yeah. there's a reason is, that you don't run into him very often right <laughs> yeah orcus is not something you want to mess with i we did run into an oino demon one time and that was a i should never have met, let that happen i was a bad <laughs> call as a dungeon master was the oino demon night sorry players it's been quite a few years but i won't let that happen again <laughs> all right we it looks like we're ready to move on all right the next one in line I think both of us are familiar with this person who has done this blog's work. Yeah, it's Yokai Gal. He um, he's the uh, kind of developer on Cairn, which has been a podcast favorite so far. <laughs> <laughs> we're, 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 we've been picking some other Cairn stuff up. They've what we got here. And so the the blog pass the, the blog pass. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't articulate myself. The blog is newschoolrevolution.com. And the post from December 3rd is the one we're looking at. I'm kind of excited about. There's a whole list of different things that's in the works for Karen. Uh, I said at some point in time when this was being discussed on Twitter or the internet somewhere, I would really, really, really love to see all these different books that they're talking about on here eventually come out in a larger omnibus compiled A5 hardback version of Karen. And I hope, like this is says for 2022, it seems like a lot. I wouldn't be shocked if some of this stuff trickled into 23 and 24. Just for a quick highlight on some of the little black books, I'm very excited about this. This isn't exactly Karen 2E. The rules are exactly the same, but it is definitely a grown-up version of the original game, much as Electric Bastion Land was of Into the Odd. You've got the Adventures Guide uh, for at-the-table character creation and rules reference. You've got a Warden's Manual, which is more the DM's Guide. The Explorer's Compendium should have setting generation and content for use at the table. I might do a series of these. That would be cool. And there's also talk of adventures. Uh, it goes into depth that kind of breaks down what's in the Adventures Guide, the Warden's Manual, the Explorer's Compendium, and the example that adventure it talks a little bit about basic starting adventure, hex crawl, dungeon for new and experienced players. And, uh, and then it also, he, there's also a collection of uh, some projects from around the community as well uh, in relation to that you can check out. And that's at newschoolrevolution.com. I'd like to talk about a barber surgeon. Okay. I honestly have recently, was recently working on something extremely similar to this, <laughs> but I'm not going to get into too Extremely much. similar to a barber surgeon. Yes, 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 I was. <laughs> oh, and it's not trying to pull up. So what we have is tabletopcuriositycabinet.blogspot.com. And they have a class. Is it, it's for OSE, correct? Or BS? Uh, it is not loading on my... Uh, the blog may be down today so we may not be able to discuss that but we will just throw it out there we we were enjoying looking at the barber surgeon on table curiosity cabinet.blogs.com but upon recording it seems to not be pulling up for either one of us so i'm not sure if there's some kind of outage or what but let's jump ahead to one more this one can be quick and easy it's the ad and third edition yeah, this is another post on the other side, Tim, timsbrannon.com. 
So someone has put these out, these advanced Dungeons and Dragons third edition books, and I don't I don't think it's like a legal OGL done thing. It's kind of bootleggy, legal gray territory. But he's had um, physical copies done, printed up of them. And it's essentially a what if there was third edition of advanced Dungeons and Dragons. I'm not, they were printed, a lot of people are printing these things through Lulu. It's a post of the, the prints. Uh, they look to be hardback. They're pretty nice. The covers use some of the older AD&D first edition art that we're all familiar with. Perkins used to have a website for these. So it gives where the website was and where you can find it. Uh, the new site found is scruffygrognard.wordpress.com. That's AD&D third edition. And again, we'll give you a link to the actual blog post where those are printed and talked about. So you can find that from there. And I'll probably, I might even try to, to attach the scruffygrognard.wordpress.com link as well. We'll see how things go. So how'd it go? You think we can do this? <laughs> uh, there's a never ending amount of content for us to discuss doing this. So. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what, listeners, if you enjoyed this and you've got a blog and there's a post that you think should be talked about or listened to, send it to us. That would help us be able to find you because it's not always easy to get word out. We'll take a look. I can't promise that I'll review everything that's sent to us because I have a hard time getting back lately with all the contacts I've gotten all the time because it's getting to be more and more. But if you do have a blog post you've put up and you'd like us to talk about it, we'll try to do this again and maybe get something more regular and formal going with it. Anything to add to that, John? Yep, that's, that's it. Well, that's all we got for today. If you've enjoyed this, share with your friends. Leave us a positive comment wherever you're listening. Those really help us a lot. And thank you for those who have been leaving us good reviews. You can find us at wobbliesandwizards.com. You can find us on Facebook. Just search Wobblies and Wizards. We'll interact with you there. We post pretty often game stuff on our little Facebook page. I'm at Logar Hale Crom. And keep those dice rolling. Bye-bye.